I have a little bit of a different voice today because I've come back from holiday with a cold, so I'm hoping it's not too unbearable to listen to. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Several years ago, I watched a documentary on this person's experience of doing a darkness retreat. And there are a few different places in the world where they, where they, you go into like a cabin in the forest and it's completely blacked out and you're in there for three, four, five days. And it's, it's meant to just be this incredibly, I would imagine very confronting, but utterly and completely transformational experience because when you're in the darkness and there is nothing but you and your being and your thoughts and your experiences and God knows what else, you can't hide from yourself. So today I want to, I was kind of inspired by this because I was listening to, I follow a page on Instagram where they do these retreats and I was listening to a few of the people's just reflections and I want to talk about this, how we tend to hide suppress, repress, pretend, ignore, neglect are most importantly our emotions, but that leads us into our pain and ultimately just our humanity, our human experience. So I want to talk about how we do this, how we pretend quite a lot and what, what, what does that mean? What are the consequences and what would it mean to not do that? So that's what we're going to look at today. This is Corinne Bloom, and you're listening to Raw Conversations. So I was inspired by these two different reflections, and one was of this young man that was talking about how in the darkness, he just, all of his pain and his anger and his rage came up, and what he had, what he recognized was that he was never taught how to feel his feelings and to move through his feelings. And he was literally face to the ground just in, in this anger and letting it all come out and then realizing there's still so much more. And then there was an older woman who was saying that she really faced pain. And she said, this was so weird for me because I don't normally experience pain in my day-to-day -day life. I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's emotional pain because what she said is she's so good at disassociating that it's like it all gets pushed down and it appears like everything is fine and there's no pain. And But then when you're in the darkness, she was saying, you have nowhere to go. You have to confront it. You have to face yourself. And so all of these things come up. And I think it's such a beautiful, even just a metaphor, because I imagine, I've never done it myself, but going into the darkness must trigger our, our deeper instincts. But it's really this beautiful, um, to me, a metaphor that everything births itself from the darkness and from silence, that out of the darkness comes the light. Out of silence comes this, you know, um, whatever bouquet of life that can that can bloom and blossom. So I think there's something really to be said for going into our into ourselves and into those places where we cannot see into the darkness 
and into the silence, into the places where we don't want to go, we don't want to listen, we don't want to look. And, um, and just to really listen, we have gotten so good as a society at pretending, you know, when I love how the, the, some, I don't remember where I read this, but they said like in, in the English language, when people ask you, how are you, then they're not really interested to know how you are. It's just a, it's just a way of saying hello. And that's why so many people say, I'm fine. I'm good you know, but there's not really, often there's not much honesty behind it because, um, like I said, we've been living in a society that's gotten really good at pretending. There's so much focus on doing, there's so much focus on achieving and, um, this pursuit of happiness. And there isn't a lot of allowing for just being, for being in your experience without judgment. And, you know, I think I really learned this in my own experience and I really believe in walking my talk. You know, in my 20s, I was a very, um, I am an emotionally heart-centered person. I feel a lot. I'm very sensitive. I'm very empathic. And in my 20s, it was um, something that I felt I should feel bad about. And sometimes I can even tell, like when I share vulnerably, I get comments every now and again, and it's almost like I feel like people are pitying me or they feel bad for me. And I actually feel, um, even though there are times where I, of course, I experience suffering, I know it very well. I've been to very dark places, um, but I, I feel very free because I'm not holding that judgment, because I'm not trying to pretend. And I think it's the pretending. Now, let me just put in a side note. When we wallow in our dark emotions, I'll just put it in those terms. I'm not saying that that's healthy either. Being with is not wallowing. Wallowing actually is, interestingly enough, also a way of kind of skirting around our vulnerability because it can get into the complaining or into the the moodiness of it all but actually that's very different than being with and listening what is this telling me what is the message in this what am i needing in this moment how am i hurting how am i in pain how am i scared how am i sad how do I feel disconnected? Oh, there's so many questions to be asked. And there are so many conversations that can come out of that, of those questions. But we tend to never have a deep conversation with ourselves because we we're very pain avoidant and we are in this pursuit of happiness and success. And we're in the belief system and the paradigm in our modern society that you are what you do. And so you have to keep on doing, because if you don't do, then who are you? And are you worthy? Are you good enough if you don't do something that's particularly, you know, impressive? <laughs> I think even in the spiritual realm, there can be that doing spirituality, right? Improving ourselves so that we're more enlightened. 
there's always this like goal to get to. There's always something to attain like that. When I reach that point, when I get there, then, you know, then something will be my, my life will have purpose. My life will have meaning. I will finally be validated and be good enough. Even if this is totally unconscious, but it's all dependent on needing to get somewhere. So the interesting question becomes, what if I didn't have to get anywhere? What if there was nothing I needed to do? And, and this is hard. I mean, it's hard even for me, even, even though I've um, been looking at this for a long time. And I'm thinking about my current moment where I, I went away on holiday, which I haven't been on holiday for about four and a half years. And it was so lovely. I went by myself and it was so rejuvenating. And um, I wanted to really bring back this fresh energy because um, the place that I've lived, I've felt very much in a rut, very stagnant, um, not happy here. I'm really ready to kind of move on and divorce from the place that I live. And I wanted to really bring back this fresh energy and not go back into kind of the stagnancy or being at home in my house for most of the time. And, and the irony is I come back and I get sick and what am I doing? I am stuck in my house with all the shutters shut because it's very hot outside and I'm in that space again. It's like, wow, okay. It's really hard. It's really, um, frustrating, you know, and I'm looking at it of like, okay, the only, the only way to get anywhere in life is through the acceptance of where we currently are right now. We cannot get anywhere. We cannot take a step without the acceptance of where we currently are. It doesn't mean that we don't have the ability to change it, but we have to accept the here and now. And so I could feel myself going into kind of this spiraling of, God, I'm just beginning to hate where I live. I hate this heat. My house, you know, you start to notice all of the things that are going wrong. And just the old story comes up and, and not feeling well and being literally trapped inside. But what that does for me, I'm such a free spirit that it's like I feel like I'm a bird in the cage, you know. And, and I could feel the suffering of resisting that pain, resisting that frustration, wanting to just get to the other side of it, wanting to get to the other side of this bloody cold. And then I, I gave up on sleep this morning because I had a terrible night's sleep. And so I woke up at like 5, 5.30 and I went downstairs and I had some breakfast and I took a cup of tea and I went outside and I saw the sunrise and there was actually some cool air. And I just thought, okay, let me look around. And even though I don't want to be here anymore... What can I be grateful for? And that just brings you into the present moment because it takes you out of the story, the story of the pain of your past or the concern of your future or where you want to get to or why you're not there yet or, you know, the whole story, the whole narrative, past and future, which is tends to be where, where narrative lies, right? It's not so much in the present moment because in the present moment, there's just experience and the observation, the witnessing of that experience whether it's outside or inside of us. And so gratitude had a really great way of just dropping me into the present moment. Now I'm sharing this because the way to stop pretending is by coming back to the present moment. 
dropping the story of the past, dropping the narrative of the future, and really coming into the present moment. And the, the, the challenge of that is that's when you're going to have to be in the metaphoric dark room, dark retreat, facing yourself and feeling what is going on inside of you, not just being stuck in your head and the loop that goes round and round and round, but actually dropping in to the sensations in your body, to the emotions in your body and, and staying for long enough where you can actually be curious enough to listen and not resist the experience but to be curious about why is this happening? Not why, like the story of this is happening to me because of this person and that experience. But what I mean by the why is what am I being called to listen to in this moment? Why, why is the anger here? Why is the sadness here? Why is the fear here? And you go deeper into it. You go deeper into what's underneath it because often those emotions are kind of just the the messenger. That's often what emotions are. They're the messenger to something that's happening deeper inside of us. And then it's really going to what that part of us needs. So that stopping and, and staying with our experience, I think is our greatest practice, our biggest challenge our greatest meditation, because that's where we start to face ourselves. And and that's the doorway. That's the doorway in back home to ourselves, to our true self, to our heart, ultimately in the end to our freedom and our peace. And getting to know ourselves. Now, some people might not have so much of an interest to get to know themselves, you know, they might kind of wonder, well, what's the point? Maybe it's all about, you know, getting to know the external world. And that's a beautiful thing as well. But I find that people that I've either known personally or that I've worked with that are kind of just trying to skim over the surface, right? They don't quite want to drop down a little bit. It's not that I'm saying you have to get to know yourself. But if you do, I have seen and I have experienced myself that you're going to begin to feel a hell of a lot more comfortable in your life because you're going to be comfortable being you. And the biggest part to that is you're going to be comfortable being you no matter what you're feeling. That it's not just when you're happy, when you're fine, when you're positive, when you're doing well. And that then it's just terrifying when you might not be okay, when you might feel sad or when you might feel sick or when you might be injured, or when you might have lost your job, or when you might have come out of a relationship, or marriage, what you know, those are the moments where we need to not do, and we need to just be. Because those are the moments where we come face to face, heart to heart with ourselves and with our truth, ultimately. And the only way we can get to our truth is by not pretending. And so we've got to stop pretending that we're fine when we're not fine, or we've got to stop pretending that we're happy when we're not happy. And it's not to say this isn't black and white, right? There's a whole spectrum of color or just, you know, many shades of gray in between. And I think it's really important that we don't look at this as black and white and solely dualistic because we're so multi-textured. There are many, many shades to our experience. And, and this is why I really, 
I get out of using the terminology of good and bad, right and wrong, positive and negative, especially around emotions. This is a positive emotion. This is a negative emotion. No, they're just all emotions. And they all have different things to tell us. You know, they, they have their own wisdom and they're all important in their own way. So getting to know yourself is what's going to bring you into a greater state of comfort. And comfort brings us into a state of confidence. And confidence, you know, that, that can go into many different areas of life where, you know, we feel whatever, more authentic, more empowered, more creative. So why do we pretend? Because we're in a pain avoidance society, because we don't live in community where there's emotional support, because the values of this culture are a little bit skewed, in my opinion. And if you're not used to um, being with your humanity, then it builds up over time to become something that is more and more unknown, and we're scared of the unknown. And if we haven't, you know, okay, I'm going to give an example. I was going to say, if we haven't learned to be with pain, we get more and more afraid of it. So we resist it more and more, which actually makes the pain worse. So the example that I was going to give you is that I have a very high threshold for pain. I think both physically and emotionally, because I'm well-traveled in both. As a, as a former professional ballet dancer, I dealt with physical pain every day. If it wasn't some kind of ailment of my body, it was just the fact of wearing point shoes, which after several hours, it can be agonizing. I remember there'd be times where it feels like you're, you're walking on glass, shards of glass, and your feet, your toes are just being cut up. And sometimes they literally do get cut up and they start to bleed. And I always remember these moments. I have very specific memories of when I was in so much pain but I had to keep on going. And all I could do was just accept, here's the acceptance, accept that it's like, wow, I am in so much physical pain and can I just relax into it? Like I accept, I relax, I let go and you drop into it. And the amazing thing is that's when it would stop hurting. That's when the pain would even turn into like I could find either the comfort again or even the pleasure. It sounds very masochistic. I'm not masochistic, but you change your relationship to pain. It's not avoiding the pain. It's being with the pain. And by being with the pain, it transforms. Your perspective, your relationship to it transforms. And I think that's why during labor, giving birth to my daughter, I wouldn't describe it as painful because that's not how I was mentally preparing myself for it. Was it intense? Yes. Was it painful? No, because I didn't associate it as pain. So why am I telling you this? Because if we have this association that our emotions and our human experience is painful and it's scary and it's bad and it's something to avoid, then one, we're going to get great at pretending and neglecting. And that's when we feel disconnected from ourselves. We feel lost. We feel confused. We don't have our intuition. We don't know what we want. We don't know where we're going. We don't know why we're here. We don't know what the meaning is. Like all of these things come up, but it's also like, you know, denying our whole kind of human experience. 
And running away from yourself and pretending is really exhausting. It's terribly exhausting to have to pretend to be something that you're not, or to always feel that there is this, not always, but to often feel that there's this kind of like monster in the closet. You know, that's why they say the skeletons in the closet, (laughs) you know, clean them out. So if you reframe it though, if you reframe your beliefs that your humanity isn't bad, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with your emotions. They might be uncomfortable. They might be intense. They might scare you. But if you come face to face with them, with an open heart, there will be relief. Even if you experience the intensity of it, even if it opens up a well of grief, even if it opens up your rage, through that process of releasing and letting it come up and out in a healthy way, in a healthy conscious way, you will feel relief because imagine, this is kind of a little bit of a not so pleasant um, analogy, but imagine that you're eating and eating and eating and eating and eating and eating and you never go to the bathroom, you never poo. Like your stomach is going to start to really hurt right? It's very, constipation is really painful. So why would it be any different with our emotions? If we're not processing them, if we're not digesting them, if we're not allowing them to move through us so that we feel it and release it, feel it and release it, we're going to be clogged up. We're going to get really bloated with emotion. We're going to get bloated with pain and the sadness and the grief and the anger and the rage they build up. There is no away. There is no getting rid of. There is no pushing down and out. It's just down and in. And it stays there until you look at it. And the more you push it down, once you look at it, I think that's the fear for some people is once they look at it, they're like, whoa, this is going to come out with a vengeance. The volcano is just going to explode. But I find that actually, if you can be guided and held by someone that can really just lovingly hold the space for you to feel safe, I often find that what I notice and recognize and have experienced is that there's just the relief, that you're in the most frightening part right now if you're neglecting and ignoring yourself. Because it's you. You can say, oh, I'm ignoring my pain. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel bad, quote unquote, bad emotions. I don't want to remember those experiences. I don't want to look at my wounding. I don't want to look at my trauma. I'm not saying you have to relive any of that stuff. But every time that you say, I don't want to look at that, what you're saying is, I don't want to look at myself. Which means, and you may agree or disagree with this, it means that you're not fully loving yourself. You're saying, I I love this, but I don't love that part of myself. And the thing is, is if you want to come to a place of inner peace, (coughs) excuse me, and, and really feeling at home within yourself, you've got to love it all. You've got to love it all. So to stop pretending, you have to start with yourself. Everything starts with us, right? So you've got to stop pretending with yourself and create some kind of a practice where you take time to sit with yourself in some shape or form, whether it's guided, whether it's on your own, whether it's through meditation or breath work or therapy or whatever it is, where you start to go, okay, I'm going to give myself time and attention and I'm going to listen. I'm going to stay long enough to listen. 
Even if that's an hour a week with a coach or a therapist, that can be invaluable. Then eventually you get to the point where once you feel comfortable, and it's going to feel uncomfortable perhaps in the beginning because you're going to be, you know, going through the closets and, you know, sifting through stuff and getting, you know, cleaning, tidying it up. It's not, it's not to say, I don't mean clean that you're, you know, dirty right now. It's just to say, what is it that you need to look at, acknowledge, and then let go of? You know, we carry a lot of baggage. Once you find a kind of rhythm and a comfort in that, then it will become really important to stop pretending to the people around you. Now, sometimes what's scary about doing this work is that you'll be different. And so people will recognize that maybe you've changed or you will feel differently about your friends or your family or your romantic relationships because you're evolving, you're growing, you're shedding skin. And so sometimes that can be a challenging part of the journey, but it's so important to stop pretending. And people might have their ideas. Like I said, sometimes when I share on you know my social media, I definitely can feel the projection that sometimes people or, you know, what idea they might have of me. And, you know, I've just gotten to the point where sometimes it bothers me. It's like, oh, no, they don't really know who I am. They don't understand me. But it's not, you know, unless I'm, I have that person in my life and we speak face to face and they truly know what's going on for me, I can't expect anyone to understand me. And of course, we're going to project because that's part of being human right, is we're going to see things through our perspective, through our lens. And that's part of the practice is to come into as clear and neutral an objective, a perspective and lens as possible. But it's, it's kind of impossible to be like that in all moments at all times. So, you know, but you have to, you have to be willing to do it for you. And people might not understand you and that's okay. And they might project on you and that's okay. And they might have an idea of who you are and that's okay. Let it be their, their projection, expectation, idea. It's theirs. It's not yours. So I think part of this journey and this process and doing this work is you, you learn to be, um, so such a trusted friend to yourself like really your life partner, (laughs) you know, where you are there for and with yourself always. And, And the more that we can learn how to do that when we're having a hard time, the greater our trust in ourself becomes because that's when it counts. Like think about it if you're in a romantic relationship or with your friends or with your family, What do we often say? I know who my true friends are because they will show up for me when things get rough. It's like when it gets bad, if they're still there, then that is my true friend. Why would it be any different for yourself? Are you there for yourself when things get hard or do you run? Do you escape? Do you neglect? Do you ignore? Do you abandon? You know, there's so many ways in which we treat ourselves that if anybody outside of us were to do that to us, we would feel so hurt. So again, look at how are you treating yourself? Would you want to be treated like that by someone else? Would you treat someone you care about like that? And the answer is probably no. So 
start to look at the ways of just being honest and humble. How am I pretending? How am I uh, ignoring a little bit? How am I distracting? What am I doing to not feel? What am I doing to not face? Why? What is it that scares me or terrifies me so much? And what would happen if I just stopped trying? You don't even need to do this work by trying. You know, like let go of the trying. Let go of trying to be spiritual. Let go of trying to be better. Let go of trying, you know, to do anything and just drop into being. Listen, feel, stay, experience. Drop into your heart and let that be the guide because ultimately everything, everything, everything just needs love. It needs our loving attention. It needs presence. And that requires us to be in the moment, which is why I said at the beginning, it's important to let go of the story of the past or the narrative of the future. So that's the invitation for today to kind of metaphorically step into your own dark room and see what arises see what comes up, see what you've been kind of hiding away that really wants to come to the surface so that it can just let go and transform and turn into the joy and the fulfillment and the meaning and the the pleasure and the laughter and the awe. Like one thing that is so beautiful about watching these people come out of the darkness, they, they come out with this big, thick blindfold and they sat outside. Obviously, this is in nature. And when they take off the blindfold, you know, it's so bright after days, but when they open their eyes, all of them say, wow, wow. And they begin to cry often like, wow, it's so beautiful. So that's, that's the treasure of this. When you go into the dark and you go into the depths of your pain, on the other side is where you will find awe. On the other side is where you will find beauty because you will find yourself and your self-acceptance and your self-worth and your self-love. You will find love. And that's what will make everything so much more beautiful. And then even in the future, when you're in pain, because you will show up with love, it will be totally different. And you will find beauty even in the hard moments because you'll remember to return to awe by going through your experience, not by neglecting and pretending that it's not happening. If we want to be free, we've got to hold and accept and move through everything and really fully hold all of ourselves with the warmest, most loving embrace so that we can feel free going, it's okay. I'm okay. Who I am is okay. What I feel is okay. What I think is okay. What I'm experiencing is okay. There's nothing wrong with me. I deserve this love. I deserve this presence and attention. Go through the darkness and you will find the light. Go through the darkness and you will return back home to your true self. And in that discovery is where you'll find that awe and the beauty of life again. As always, take it or leave it as feels right and loving you from afar. You've been listening to Raw Conversations with Corinne Bloom. Thanks so much for showing up, listening in, and being a part of the conversation with me. 